0: Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Fiddler Don Stratton, and he has some original old-time tunes to share with a northern flavor. We recorded this in Alan Kaufman's cabin during the Fiddle and Bear Festival at Lake Janeiro in the Poconos, making it the final installment of that day's Marathon recording session. Most of the tunes in this episode are featured in Don's CD with former guest of the show Alan Kaufman. So if you want to hear the studio versions, go to ppatchmusic.com and order a copy or download the album. It's a very good CD. There's some really inspired stuff in there, including my new tune crush, Don's original melody titled New Harbor, which we play in this episode. If you want to support Get Up in the Cool, go to CameronDeWitt.com and click the button that says Patreon. Sign up to regularly pay for the show, and you can get access to exclusive rewards like weekly bonus tracks and mp3 downloads. This week's bonus track is a really neat Don Stratton original called Rag de Montreal. Don't miss out on that tune, plus every bonus track from the show so far. Don and I are going to kick things off with a little tune called Black Creek. Enjoy.
1: wonderful there we go I mess up my own tune all right at the very last (laughs) what is what
0: does that even mean messing up a tune it's a very fluid fluid tradition I think we should you should continue to play it that way
1: (laughs) (laughs) no I don't think I will I think I'll try to get the notes right the next time around all right Don Stratton great to be here yeah welcome to Get Up in the Cool thank you so
0: much yeah it's a relief to be able to say, get up in the cool for the first like 10 episodes that I recorded. I hadn't decided on a name, so now I can say it and thrown it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're at Lake Gennaro or yes. Fiddle and Bear
1: officially. But everybody calls it Lake Gennaro.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever heard someone call it, refer to it as
1: Fiddle and Bear. <laughs> right. And I think the people around here say Lake Gennaro. Lake Genero, Really? But I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Lake so. Gennaro. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, when
0: I uh, uh, told Becca that we were going to Lake Janeiro, and then we pulled up, she was like, "So this is more of a pond, somewhere <laughs> between a lake and a pond, but it's very beautiful." It's very, especially on a day like today, with the yeah. sky is blue and it's gorgeous out. So we're in Alan Kaufman's uh, cabin across the lake from the main action, and uh, yeah, just uh, recording, recording all day, and you just accompanied us on guitar thank you for doing that it was lots of fun yeah
1: so um how did you get into playing old time music what's what's the story there um i've you know i like many people i played guitar in college and you know sang folk songs a lot of Seegery kinds of things sure. and strummed the guitar the gateway drug to old time the gateway drug to old time <laughs> um and did a lot of that. And then, you know, like many people, I played hammer dulcimer for many years. In my first um, band, I was a dulcimer player and, Very cool. um, and played, played banjo. Did you get a lot and of flack for that? No, at the time, it was still a cool <laughs> thing to do.
0: Um, <laughs> I love so, hammer dulcimer, but apparently it's like uh, it's, there's a social cost to being a hammered dulcimer well, player in, a, in an old time. In an old setting, time, I think, yeah. because
1: it's, it's a non-traditional old time instrument right so um, I mean it's traditional but not in the not in the same southern round peak right, fiddling right, banjo right. Um, tradition so in any case yeah. I, I did that I played, started playing fiddle very late I was in my mid or late 40s when I started oh, very good so yeah that, that's always very encouraging to me because
0: I just started fiddle uh-huh. and it feels like I'm never gonna learn how it to play it does feel like you're never ever gonna get there <laughs> yeah oh, well that's very so. encouraging because you sound lovely yeah. so that's that's good <laughs> For those of you thinking about picking up fiddle, it's not too late.
1: No, you know, actually, I always thought it was too late, right? Yeah. And I kept getting older and older, and I realized that, you know, it. if you don't start, it, it can't happen. And right. so um, in my mid-40s, I started playing and squeaked away for a couple years. Yeah.
0: Well, I've loved and, the amount of um, uh, people that I've met who, who grew up in old-time or traditional music households that just didn't touch an instrument or maybe like played a little bit of guitar. And then, you know, maybe their early twenties, all of a sudden they just de- start devouring the music. Cause it's yeah. like, they already know all it's the It's in tunes. there somewhere. It's already in yeah. their, in their DNA. And yeah, yeah I'm kind of glad that I waited to pick up fiddle until I had been playing old time on banjo and I like melodies. So I've been already like doing, it's like it's like I've been like practicing uh basketball with a really small hoop because it's so hard to play the melodies on banjo that by the time I like picked up the fiddle it's like oh this is comparatively easy to play all yeah. these melodies yeah. cuz playing melodies on banjo is uh it's almost like it's prohibitive but <laughs> it's right. enjoyable. Well, a lot to of do. the fiddle
1: tunes don't sit really well to get all the melody notes, right? Yeah. But you know there's another whole banjo tradition obviously there of is, playing yeah. just rhythm and playing um, syncopations around the melody. Yes, which I enjoy too.
0: a lifelong journey of figuring out yeah. what's the right way to play a fiddle tune on the banjo. Yeah, and then there's a whole
1: just banjo
0: tradition of solo banjo music. I just had Seth Swingle on the show. Uh-huh. I didn't play at all with him. I just listened. Oh, it was, nice! It was awesome. So you um, playing folksy stuff on guitar, eventually made your way to fiddle. And at what point did you start writing your own fiddle tunes?
1: Um, I started writing them down about three or four years ago. Um, yeah. You know, I I think maybe like many musicians, the tunes are always in my head, yes. and people make fun of me at work because I'll be humming in the stairwell. You know, uh-huh. I, I cannot not have the music there, and yeah. so um, so they're always there. And when I hear something, you know, the harmonies were always just there, yeah. um, and so um, and I, sometime I started writing them down. That was actually one of the Earlier tunes I wrote, Black Creek, yeah. um, written writ- at Black Creek, written at home, but on the weekend of Black Creek, and Very cool. so Black Creek is another fiddle festival. And that one and this one sort of bookend the season for people in the Northeast. Yes, um, so lovely. Yeah, yeah what's uh, what's next on the list? Next one is a tune called New Harbor. Um, oh yeah, a, good. a slower, more thoughtful tune. Um, Very good. So. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready.
0: That's so sweet. I love that. That's a good tune, Don. It's
1: a fun tune. It's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorites
0: too. (laughs) One of my favorite tunes. Now I got to learn how to fiddle that. That's lovely.
1: It 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 falls pretty easily. The phrasing's funny. Um, Most of the tunes that I write are very square. I mostly play Mm -hmm. for dances, and so you know it needs to be all squared up with eight counts per phrase. And um, almost everything I do is like that. But this one came out differently, and I'm not exactly sure why.
0: It kind of reminds me of. I think the tune's called Maysville.
1: Maysville, a little bit like that. Those like long, yeah, those long things. Long, um, yeah. When I wrote it, it was a time when I was thinking of the Kentucky tune, Coal Harbor Bend, um, yeah. which is another one with G's and C's, and yes. Um, and so when I, I sort of sat down to try to think if I could write a tune that didn't have a five, and just it just sort of yes. went to the went to the C chord. Um, it didn't quite make it because there's a little place at the end that gets a five chord, but um, but. Um, so, in thinking of that, yes. Um, even though the melody is different, the the New Harbor is a little play on the Coal Harbor Bend name, yeah. right? Just to say it, it's in the in the genre, even though the melody is very different.
0: So, do you kind of like writing um, a tune that's sort of like a little like a tribute, or you know, to to a traditional tune?
1: It happens. All different ways. Yeah. Uh, very often, I'm just sitting down, you know, with a fiddle or a mandolin or a tenor guitar or something. You know, actually a lot of tunes come out on the mandolin or tenor guitar. Okay. Um, and then, um, and you know, a little snippet of melody, and then I'll I'll fill it out into tune. Other times, I hear something that I like and say, "Ooh, let's play with that a right, little bit." Right. Uh, and yeah, because we're gonna to do always. one in a
0: little bit. That's also a, also a sort of a, a referential tune.
1: It, it, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do that we'll do later. There's a lot, you know, we always have references, right? Right and, right, and so the very first tune I ever wrote, the first fiddle tune I wrote um, was a tune I, I went and played a dance and just had such a good time at the dance and sat down and after midnight and wrote this tune and I loved it. Woke up the next morning and it was... Note for note, walk old shoe, a, a traditional old time tune. It wasn't even a tune we had played that night or anything like that, but it came out fully formed, and I was sort of depressed. And yeah, you know, and, and there's always there's always things running around your head that right um, that form the basis of these tunes.
0: Yeah, yeah, very cool. Like that, mm-hmm. like that channeling. The idea that you could like, I think that's a beautiful thing about old time is that you could like write a tune and then realize that it's already been written. It means it kind of means that you're already like steeped in the tradition. You or know? You,
1: yeah, you have it. You, I mean, all these melodies come out from little sources of things that we know. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes I'll take, if a tune feels a little too close, right. I'll do some editing and say, well, let's change that phrase and right. uh, make it a little more different. Yeah. Uh, the best ones seem to come out more fully formed. You know, yes. the ones that I, the ones that I work hard at to try and, um, you know craft just right often <laughs> feel forced very cool how long have you been playing old-time music now? oh old-time music for something like 10 years yeah um, you know I, I i um as i said I, I mostly was playing dances early on um contra dances yeah. in new england and um and you could definitely hear that in the tunes that i write and the, yes. my sensibility a little northern um, yeah flavor. definitely have a yankee accent on them um, yes yeah so when um we were playing tunes for the C D that Alan Kaufman and I did. Um and one of the comments from a friend of ours is, you know, the center of uh, the geographic origin is well to the north of Round Peak. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like that phrase.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What uh when did you uh metaphorically speaking, um start start heading south? Like and what what kind of got you into that
1: tradition? Um People is what got me into yes. it, you know? So I was, when I started fiddling, I was playing mostly Northern French Canadian, New England-y tunes, yeah. um, and I still really love those, but um, I met people at, you know, festivals and playing old-time tunes, and the thing that really I like the best is not the gymnastics of the tunes, but it's the time to sit down with somebody and play tunes together, Yeah, and I like the groove that you get when you play a tune for a long time with a few people, and um, and it makes a connection between, but I mean, you get that on all kinds of music. Yes, but but the tranceness of some of the old time tunes um, just yeah. speaks to me. Um, yeah and, and you know, I grew up in Indiana. it's it's a little bit in my um, cultural history because things were were around at some level. Right, right. Um,
0: so. yeah, I, I grew up in in Oregon in a, in a suburb. So I feel like there's always like a little bit of just eagerness and like I was a little st- starved for culture, uh, <laughs> you know, because there isn't necessarily
1: like to construct a culture.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And so I was always looking for it. And, you know, then I moved out here to I, I since have found out that there's a thriving old time scene in Portland. And I had no idea until I moved out to Philly. Yeah. I have never played yeah, the old time. With one anyone of the
1: one of the meccas, really? Mm-hmm. Have you I've, played it? With I've anyone? never. No, I haven't played no. with it, but I hear about it all the time.
0: One of these days, I got to get to that Portland Old Time Gathering, but it's it's at a very inconvenient time for me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'd love to go back out there and see what's see what's happening. Um, but yeah, there's there is uh, Indiana. I've met a fair amount of people from from
1: there playing playing fiddle music, right. and it seems to have held on. I think you know in in pockets it it does. Yes. I mean, certainly when I grew up, it was not um, you know it was hillbilly music. You, I didn't like it. You know, one of my grade school teachers, um, who who did like this stuff, we, we gave him grief. Um, so you know, I was like any other suburban kid in that regard. Right. Right.
0: But, yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that you were a hillbilly if all I, along. If I had, if I had known that
1: exactly, if I'd known then, I, I would have taken more advantage of it. Right. So.
0: What's next on this list?
1: Um, I think we need to get to A. Oh no, we got Pick a Fence. Oh, we got Pick a Fence right. Yes. Okay, we'll do another another G tune first. Yeah. Pick a f- this is a peculiar a peculiar title. It is a peculiar title, and you know titles are hard. You right, know, the tunes come out, the titles come later, and very often what. Um, the titles that I'll have as placeholders will you know be like twenty eighth of January or something right, like right, that, right. although that one really is a tune um but this one was January eleventh mm-hmm. right is when I wrote it, and so one one one, and um if you grew up listening to baseball, they talk about scores that were picket fences, where it was a whole run of ones, and so it was one one one, one two it wasn't quite genuine, 19, uh-huh. <laughs> 2011 but um but it was a whole string of ones and so oh, they so they'd is, call they baseball announcers would say this is a picket fence score right with a, So this is picket, picket fence. Picket. Yes. Oh, I thought you said pick a fence. No. Okay. No, picket fence.
0: <laughs> Good to know. I'm glad to clarify. Glad <laughs> I asked.
1: All right. So it's a rag it's not really it's it's a country rag type yeah. sort of thing. One, two, three. <laughs> Yeah, just a little ditty. A lot of tunes I write, you know, just end up being little ditties yeah. that um, that are fun to play, fun to sing, and then I'll write yeah. them down. That one's really... It just makes a lot of sense under the fingers, yeah. It does. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun. Play it for Contra Dances. It's a good one to dance to. Very good. So.
0: When did you start doing... I guess because you started with, like, Northern Tunes, Contra Dance is more of an northern it's more of a northern Northern, yeah yeah
1: i mean it's a but it's you know spread all around the country now and um, and i one of my favorite things to do besides just playing with people and yes and the sharing of tunes back and forth is playing for dancers it it gives me energy it makes me feel happy yeah yeah
0: yeah it's like a it's an interesting i played a couple square dances it's an interesting um intersection of performance but also kind of service exactly you know it it, it is and and and
1: there's it it Gives me energy back in a very nice way, so yeah. I it, I really enjoy it. And do you do calling too? Then I do some calling, yeah. little little bits of it. Um, I, I enjoy that as well.
0: Now I always yeah. see callers with these these little note cards. What's uh-huh. on those cards? I've never actually gotten to look at uh, them.
1: Little little crib sheets. I mean, so the dances are have you know v- pretty simple form, sure, right? But just it's it's the little reminder of, of you know what you do first, what you do second. It's right. Just, um,
0: and I guess there's like uh, standard. Standard moves and shapes that people know,
1: like like yeah, little exactly, and, and the vocabulary of moves is pretty short, right, right, right. And then, but you can still put them together in interesting ways. Yeah. so
0: I've still yeah. have, I'm well, embarrassed to say this, but I've still have yet to go to a contra dance, and I don't know why I haven't. I know that there's like a contra dance that happens all the time in Philly. I just haven't made it out yeah. yet. Well, one
1: day you will. Yeah. so
0: Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Very cool. And I, I hear that that's where all the money is <laughs>
1: playing contra dances. You can you get can it. make tens of dollars, tens yeah. of dollars. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's um, it, it, certainly they're they it's easier to get gigs playing contra dances than square dances yeah. in the eastern U.S. Right, for right. Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people. That's what they seemed. I you know like, hey, do you want to get together this weekend? No, I'm out of town playing a contra dance. You know, and by a lot of people, I mean Jane Rothfield. <laughs> so I can't can't. That lady's on the move all the yeah, time. Yeah, on the move. Playing Contra Dances, yeah. I'll get her on the show eventually. <laughs> Jane, I'm coming for you. We actually have a date scheduled, but... <laughs> um,
1: Great, let's get to A okay. and play some A tunes. Do some tuning here. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah. Alright, this is a tune called Three Miles from Pocock. Pocock. Where Pocock is the old name for Bristol, Vermont, which is the town I live. I live three miles south of Pocock. Okay. And I, mean, I don't know about you, but around me, the, everybody's always playing this tune from Clyde Davenport called Five Miles from Town. Ah, uh, I mean, yes. So I need my three miles from Pocock tune. Yeah. That, was my, that was mine. <laughs> so, yeah. Very good.
0: That was um, one of... The first crooked tunes that I learned, Five Miles From Town. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a hard one to wrap my brain around. This, yeah. one, this one's a little straighter and uh-huh. easier. <laughs> so. Three Miles From
1: Pocock. Yeah.
0: Very cool. Yeah. So this, uh, this CD, uh, I heard Alan's
1: side of the story. I want to hear your... How did you meet Alan? And... I moved to Arlington for a year, and Alan... Um, uh, what for? Arlington. I was had a sabbatical leave from my job at the University of Vermont, and so I went to Boston where... Uh, Lots of scientists and lots of musicians, and so um, that's cool that you just moved for your sabbatical. It's, it's one of the joys of academia is that they will give you a year to go learn something or do that's something awesome. and write something. So yeah, um, so that was great. And I played a lot of music, and it was nice to have yeah. other musicians nearby. There were a bunch of old time musicians in Arlington. Yeah, and so Alan and I started playing together. And after six months or so, you know, we'd both been thinking about doing a CD. I didn't think. Um, I didn't think I had the chops to put together a CD and, and stuff. And so, with it was nice to have somebody sort of helping along, yeah, and, um, and um, carrying a lot of the weight of it. Sure, so sure, it was good. Yeah, so it was a learning experience. Yeah, um, and then you know we, we also had a bunch of other friends who um, helped out on the CD, and um, I'm still impressed by their ability to come into the studio and play something they'd never heard before. Yeah, the vacuum make band it sound sounds good. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, they're good musicians. That's very cool. So. And so there's a CD, and it's like, is it more or less half Alan, half yours? More or less half Alan's, half mine. You know, of tunes we write. It was hard to find tunes that fit together. You know, I write a bunch of things that are really right. much more northern in style. and sure. stuff. So we found the things that, that seem to fit. I was telling
0: Alan, yeah, I, I really like the mix. I like the, it's a very, very well-rounded. They're all compatible. It makes sense back-to-back, but I like how you curated the.
1: The set list and it's really cool. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was happy with the way it came out, yeah. and uh, and there's a book as well. There's a tune book to go with it that yeah. um, that a few people have, and um, you know, trying to. The reason we did the CD was not so much because we had a band, which we didn't, right? But we have all these tunes, and the tunes don't have life until they're out there in the world, yeah. You know, um, and so we wanted to find a way to put a few of the tunes out there and see what happens. Yeah. Right? give them
0: out it's always really exciting when your tune finds a life of its own uh alex kramer won the best tune uh award at clifftop this year Uh uh, for his tune no stand at greeley Uh and i've been trying to just teach it to a bunch of people because i love it and every time i see him i want to play it so i hope that someone calls his tune while he's at a jam and they didn't (laughs) know that he wrote it and so that he can have that joy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was talking to Carl Harnick yesterday, and he was telling the story about hearing one of his tunes in an almost unrecognizable form. And so sort of, I think there's a little pain, maybe when you right. when you have a tune that's out there and you yeah. lose control of it.
0: Yeah, it sounds like so, uh, having a child.
1: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. You, they're their own people, right? They grow up to whatever they're going to be. You give yeah. them life, and then that's it. That's the beauty of it. So yeah. yeah. So
0: yeah, maybe you'll uh, you'll hear. Hear one of these someday, and it'll be almost unrecognizable. It's like, well, I hope so. That's an, yeah, <laughs> I hope so. Very cool. You know, we have um, we have a little bit of extra time. Do you want to before we do our last tune? Do you want to uh, throw in one of those other ones that we did? Uh,
1: sure. Um, so we're in A right now. Let's do Coal Creek. Yeah, let's um, do Coal Creek. Let's do that. I would love okay. to have
0: an extra one in here before we okay. end.
1: Sounds good. two
2: three four
0: Good. I'm glad I asked yeah. to do that
1: one. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun tune. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a tune that the tune came out and um, the title was a long time coming, and I finally just put that on there as a title. <laughs> that, um, What's the name of it? One more. Coal Creek, and I happened to be doing genealogy stuff, and my ancestors were living in Coal Creek, and uh, that Coal Creek, Iowa, but it still sounded southern enough for the tune. So, <laughs> yeah. um, so that's that's what it got to be. Very um, cool. Very cool. Coal Creek. Yeah. yeah. So uh, where
0: so people find the CD on uh, iTunes, Amazon, or they can go
1: to our website ppatchmusic.com, P-Patch. all one word. Um, or it's um, a delightful
0: name. Yeah, well, it's, it,
1: it's hard to come up with a name of some, right, something right. like that. So ppatchmusic um, dot com dot com um, or iTunes or, or the normal, yeah um, or, um, and then where do people find the book? The book is really only available from Alan and I. Um, so contact either alan kaufman or myself very cool um,
0: and uh i guess we're going to include some uh some selections of it we can can... edit edit this out if you want but like do you want to include the
1: sure um we, we can we can include dots for the people that want that in the um in the um on your blog page or whatever very
0: cool yeah so. so we'll we'll include at least some of the dots for for some of these tunes and if you want the want the rest of them talk to talk to alan yeah. and don yeah
1: is this like a physical book that you have um it, there is yeah we have a, you know a few copies that we make one at a time that's uh, awesome very so, good yeah. very
0: good yeah very cool well let's um let's get to d and then okay. let's end on this uh on this last tune all right um and, well, and we'll, and there's we'll a story about, about that tune. yeah, too.
1: yeah. yeah. We're going to play If the Shoe Fits. Play in the, If the Shoe Fits. And, you know, when I was thinking about this, you asked me to come up with some of the original tunes for this show. And, you know, you write tunes and you throw them out there, and there are all different kinds. Some are really keepers and some yeah. not so much. And this one's in that sort of gray area. Uh-huh. You know, usually um, my sign is that if I wake up in the morning and I'm still humming it to myself, it's got per- it's got... Hope yeah. And a if, if, week later I'm still humming it It's got real hope And stuff But this is um, This is a tune um, That's You know It's it's definitely In the Golden Slippers Family of, yes. of things You know It's one of these It's just a ditty That came out And yeah. I stayed with it You know Golden Slippers Is one of those tunes That you also want to Hum a little bit um, The melody's Not Golden Slippers But the tune Somehow yeah. Is still Golden Slippers <laughs> Yeah And so it's You don't really know How original right. you, Is it It's still fun to play and sort of because of that I called it If the shoe fits, yes. it's out there and, and I and I did this just to say, you know, when you write tunes you have to write lots of them. Yeah. And um and just do it and have fun with them and don't worry too much about yeah um about it being you know the most original the best best thing so in any case let's go.
0: thank you thank you so much for being on the show don and this was this was a blast and i hope yeah. people learn some of these tunes and uh i know i'm going to be trying to teach people to play that new harbor tune yeah. especially because that one really that shoe fits yeah. with me yeah. oh good <laughs> yeah. right, that's great it's been, it's
1: been great fun to play with you yeah. and stuff so all right so if the shoe fits two three
0: contact Don and see what else he's up to go to his website that's don-stratton.com that's D-O-N-S-T-R-A-T-T-O-N ncom ncom and uh, take a look around also check out his contra dance band Red Dog Riley at reddogriley.com they've got recordings upcoming events and uh, this really delightful band photo where all the guys in the band look like perfect glasses models definitely check that out If you want to download Don Stratton and Alan Kaufman's album, All In Good Time, or order a physical copy, go to ppatchmusic.com and follow the instructions. I have a copy, and I think you should too. There's 23 fantastic original tunes on there, and they're really smartly curated and ordered. As Alan Kaufman is wont to say, being a prolific tunesmith is somewhat like using a blender without a lid, but it's much easier to clean up afterwards. These dudes are basically sneezing out great fiddle tunes all year long, and they could have just crammed them into a CD, and it would still be fantastic, but they really put a lot of intention and care into making it a great overall listening experience and not just a mixtape. Also, if you're not scared away by dots and lines, you can get the All in Good Time book from Alan or Don. I included a sample on my website. It's the sheet music for New Harbor, which, and I can't stress this enough, I really want everyone to learn. I keep trying to teach it to people, but I'm just not a good enough fiddler. And only saints deign to learn tunes from banjo players. Check out that chart at CameronDeWitt.com slash GetUpInTheCool. It's in Don's episode description. If you want the rest of the book, I'll include a link to their website's contact form. If you want to support Get Up in the Cool, go to CameronDeWitt.com and click the button that says Patreon. Choose the level that works for you and reap the rewards. Like, bonus tracks, and mp3 downloads. A quick update. I've been listening to the Ola Bell Reed album from the Field Recorders Collective. You guys, it's so good. The music and recording quality are, of course, excellent, but my favorite part is Ola's ceaseless banter. There's there's one point where, I think it's her husband, he's playing this bluesy guitar solo, and uh, she's totally into it. And in so many words and moans, she makes sure that, Everyone knows. It's candid and priceless. Definitely worth your money. It's not just an album. It's an immersive experience. I feel like I know who Ola Bell Reed is now, which is really special to me. Go get that album at fieldrecorder.org or download it at fieldrecorder.bandcamp.com. Thanks for listening, friends. I'm off to Boston to hang out with Bach and record as many episodes as I can. Come back same time next week for more Get Up In The Cool.